Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast of Marlene Ellis, the Hattrick copywriter. Well, first of all, I just want to pay due respect to somebody I've only really known today, and that is Jamel Edwards, who's died at the age of 31 after being already an extraordinary entrepreneur. 31 is not an age to die. I, I can see all over social media the impact this loss is having on the community. What an amazing, impressive life he led in his young 31 years. I don't know him. I didn't know him. But I know when it's a time to stop and recognize and respect somebody important has just passed. So may you rest in peace, Jamal Edwards. I can't imagine what your family are going through right now. I'm sorry, I'm only going to get to know you in your passing. But still, it will be an honour for me to get to know you. Now I want to talk about a little bit about Prince Andrew. Um, I know a lot's been said, but I keep thinking about the, 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 the sum, the, between 10 and 20 million I've heard. And I know there's going to be lots of speculations. And I do hope it is in that ballpark that Virginia Guffrey won. And I know, like many, you know, that the trial would have been more satisfying because the actual acknowledgement, I know, of course, money is important. And court cases in America and in the UK is always about compromise. Um, So it's probably the smart move. But of course, it would have been very satisfying to have that court case where everything could come out. I guess, you know, the thing for me is about the trafficking. That's so disgusting. And trafficking is just a polite way for enslavement, forced labor, force another human being to do what you don't want to do. And everybody of African heritage must feel something about that. So I'm glad she got whatever she got. And I I can't help thinking of the value placed on an African life. You know, in her lifetime, she went through this terrible experience, but recovered, smart, was able to get on with her life as much as you can with and have a find a family and have children. But... Imagine if you get 10 million for that and think of the amount of people that have been enslaved in the African slavery over 400 years. Some say, oh, it was 10 million. Others say it was 150 million. But let's say it's 100 million times the 10 million that that Virginia Guthrie allegedly received. That still only makes a billion. And I suppose you can't equate the generations the damage, the ongoing damage, the loss of the bodies that lie at the bottom of the sea. How do you, how do we manage the loss of land, the um, the ongoing impact of this thing? There's a, uh, an important term to use called the stop the manga mizi. It's it's more encapsulating and it moves away from the word slave, enslavement, and embraces the ongoingness of it, the ongoing impact. Because you could say the, the loss of the end of slavery was the beginning of racism. It's a sort of the agreement that slave owners 
made with the ab abolitionists that, okay, we'll, we'll agree to end, but obviously you must compensate us. The, the, the owners were compensated and we must both agree that Africans are inferior to white Europeans. And that was part of the deal. And so the birth of racism, you know, in a sort of a socialized context could, could continue. All of that would have to be factored in to uh, any repair. And there is a movement that looks at the repair, our repair. And I, I like Virginia Guthrie. It couldn't get completed until she addressed her past and had these people accountable for, for their actions. And I think the majority of the world sympathised completely with her, that there had to be some accountability for what was done to her. And just as that exists, so it exists for us as a black people, that there, there will never be any rest, there will never be any closure until there is some real accountability and first of all, that starts with a conversation. Now, in this case, with Virginia Guthrie, she'd been paid not to have the conversation because the conversation would have been the court case. That's how deep the fear, you know, and, and why. I doubt whether it was just Prince Andrew, although that's powerful enough. It's also the fear of what comes tumbling down if you have that hearing if you have the conversation and understand the pain and the, the the need for accountability the whole thing comes tumbling down so we continue in in the case of the repair of african enslavement trafficking let's call it trafficking if that's the modern day equivalent the 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 repair is so great the the accountability is so huge that it is always extremely difficult to try to get society to have an honest conversation about it and and in fact without it i think we're heading for a disaster and we can see that with this com this compensation that virginia guthrie's got it's left a sense of emptiness it's left a sense of yeah okay She's got the money. We think she deserved the money. But then he's still not ad admitting guilt. He's still not taking responsibility. And if the money came from public funds as well, he's really, apart from getting stripped of his medals and titles and things, he's really, in many ways, got away with that behaviour. And, and you can tell that it's left a taste of sort of dissatisfaction that doesn't feel quite right. That, well, hang on a minute. We now know, we now think that you're guilty, Prince Andrew. And yet still, there isn't any real accountability. And you can feel it. It doesn't feel right. And, and so people will start saying, well, we know, want to know more about the money. Well, tell us more about the money. But really, it's because what we're looking for is accountability. He doesn't want to face that accountability. The deal is, I will pay you so that I don't have to be accountable. So you can have the money and I will still plead innocence. And maybe in 10, 20 years time, the history will be rewritten as to damage her reputation and say, well... To be honest with you, she was a bit dodgy. 
she really uh, it wasn't appropriate to say at the time because it was just the press weren't going to give him a fair deal but there was something questionable about her character so the, the whole thing will get rewritten in order to protect the establishment the royal family but not just the royal family i mean this the establishment in the very broadest sense because once you have people taking responsibility the whole thing does come tumbling down so i just wanted to just make that point i wanted to make the comparison with the need for accountability in african repair for the damage that has continued to be done over the last 400 years in the name now of racism that was once our enslavement and continues to this day in one form or another. So that's it. That's one point. I'm moving on to discuss email marketing. I've been a professional copywriter now for two years. can't believe the time has gone by so quickly. And one of the things that I'm really focused on is email marketing and building black businesses online. And it's amazing how many of you have businesses but don't quite get pulling the elements together. And the conversation to have with your clients, your customers, and it's really important to understand that when you build up your customer base on these social media platforms, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, they are not really yours if they shut that platform down overnight. And don't underestimate their ability to do that because there's a whole history of, say, Facebook and Google changing their algorithms. They're suddenly making it really difficult for you to have access to people that you thought that you had access to every day of the week. And so the idea of online marketing is building up your own base. And unless you've got that, you don't really have a business that you can really confidently say is yours. My job is to make those relationships, bring those relationships together so that you're really building something independently and growing something and learning to communicate with your clients, your customers on, um, an, e on an online basis that builds that up authentically. And, and do not underestimate how important this part is to your business. That's what I want to say. It's really, really the linchpin because that's where you're in control. You started your business to be in control. Don't think that just putting yourself, you know, attractively, as, as important as it is, just putting yourself out on the platforms is enough. It really requires something more active, more in the movement and a proactive thing to do. That's what I want to say. I feel that I'm talking to my clients all the time and trying to explain this, that it really requires not just, it just imagine you watch TV, it's passive. You put a nice presentation on the website, you've got a nice website, but it's passive. You, you're waiting for somebody to come and have a look at it. But how do you go out to them? How do you go out to them to get them to come and have a look at your website? And that's the part that I specialize in, that space of finding the right client 
for the right product and the right service that you provide. So that's the other thing. And finally, I wanted to remind you that I've got this amazing webinar happening on March the 9th. It's on International Women's Week and it's all about these four wonderful black women giving up their time to talk to you about their experiences of breast cancer. And they're all different angles. And I really want you to join us online for this. It's at, uh, what time is it? It's at between 6 and 9 p.m. on the 9th of March through Eventbrite, Black Breast Cancer Voices of Experience. If there's any problems with you trying to find it, then just contact me at info at blackbreastcancer.com. But they're giving their time to talk about their experiences of breast cancer. Now, this is not something depressing. It's not designed to be something that's, oh God, who wants to talk about? And no, it's to do with empowering you to be bolder, that more and more of us are getting this disease. And, it, and what we need to do is talk more about it in order to get more control, more confidence, more more sense of the decision make, making that we do when this impacts our lives. Why? Because we really want to think about getting this under more control, not just for yourselves, but more importantly for the next generation. I can't bear the thought that this is just going to keep spreading and spreading. And we are sort of largely privately having these kind of, yeah, I've had it and I've just moved on. Come and talk and be part of the conversation because we have to take action on this stuff and there's a huge amount for us to know so i think that's my main bits and pieces for this week have a good week and i will speak to you next tuesday take care everybody bye bye